Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Riverdinks. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Allie. And I'm Bella. And this week, we are joined by a very special Riverdale academic. Whose I'm name Hannah. Is... Hello. Woo-hoo! Welcome, Hannah. Yay. Thank you so yeah. much for joining us. Um, Thank you. Oh, and Bella, can we get that famous theme song, please? God, uh, I should have paid more attention to what Archie's song was. I was focusing on how bad it was. Too forgettable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, here comes River Dinks. Here comes River Dinks. Right down River Dinks Lane. That's what it's going to be. Because it was a Christmas episode. Because um, it's <laughs> December, what, December 12th? I think it's relevant enough. So true. It was just such a cheerful, like, full of holiday cheer. It's not an episode. Is it snow? I was it's thinking, snow. I think it was real snow because they looked very cold. Yeah, so Archie looked fucking freezing. Well, we'll we'll get there. He was going <laughs> through it. Um, okay. Well, this week's episode, I'm just gonna get started so that we can get through it. Um, this week's episode was season one, episode thirteen, titled "Chapter Thirteen: The Sweet Hereafter." It was directed by Lee Toland Krieger and written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. And it originally aired on May 11th, 2017. King. Um, and this is what happened. Uh, Clifford Blossom, turns out, was running a huge heroin ring. I forgot it was heroin, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the mayor and sheriff are trying to remove all corruption from Riverdale in the wake of everything that happened with Clifford. Um, FP is still in jail. Hiram is still on the way um Riverdale's 75th Jubilee is coming up soon as well Archie and Betty have been asked to be featured in the Jubilee because they represent all that is good in Riverdale and because they worked with the sheriff to bring peace to Riverdale to which Archie says what about Jughead um they said that they won't take part in the Jubilee unless they let Jughead in which I'm realizing they don't stick to but whatever Um, The sheriff wants FP to name names amongst the serpents, but he doesn't. And the mayor is blaming the serpents for basically everything that happened. Veronica tells Betty that she's dating Archie and she's fine with it. Um, Cheryl is absolutely miserable. It's rough. Um, Hermione has fired the serpents from Andrew's construction without consulting Fred because Hiram is coming home uh fred is mad about that hiram also wants to buy andrew's construction uh there's a general feeling in the town that crime is spreading caused by the serpents cheryl gives the vixens to veronica um a social worker comes to see jughead and she's like you can go live with the foster family in the south side and attend south side high cheryl gives her prized iconic spider brooch to jughead Um, Someone vandalizes Betty's locker because she publishes an article about FP's innocence and they write go to hell serpent slut on her locker. Uh, Hermione wants Veronica to convince Archie to convince Fred to sell his company to Hiram. Alice tells Betty that she fought with Hal at homecoming because she was pregnant and then they had their big fight and Alice went away to have her baby who was adopted a baby boy. Um, Jughead goes to Southside High and Betty and Archie and Veronica all show up to like rescue him but he totally fits in as friends and they're really shocked Veronica gets an ominous text from Cheryl so the gang all go to find her at Sweetwater River and they find her on the frozen river and then she falls through the ice and then they go out and they rescue her and they save her life she sees Jason's ghost KJ Appa breaks his hand in real life and bust through the ice and they save her life um it's time for the jubilee uh archie sings a mid song (laughs) i also (laughs) wrote that it was mid (laughs) archie sings a mid song uh i wrote veronica get off the stage because she was not invited but she was singing i didn't see her singing in the at least for the She's last few there, lines she was literally just standing there not moving her mouth at all Can't help herself zero grammys zero grammys <laughs> um 
they do their little performance. Betty gives her little speech, but she's like, hey, this is all of your fault. And Riverdale's at a crossroads right now. And we need to really think about our actions. Um, Fred tells Hermione that he's not selling his business to Hiram. Cheryl burns her fucking house down. Believe her by Imagine Dragons plays. Oh, and Archie and Veronica have sex. Boo. Ooh. Betty and Jughead are in the middle of having sex. And then there's a knock at the door and it's the serpents. And they come to Jughead and they say, we heard that your dad didn't snitch on any of us. So here's a serpent's jacket. We always protect our own. And he puts the jacket on and Betty sees him. It's a very dramatic moment. And then in the morning, Archie goes to meet his dad at Pops for breakfast. And then he's in the bathroom and then he comes out of the bathroom and there is a masked man causing havoc in the diner. And then Fred is shot and he, the final shot of the series is him bleeding out in Archie's arms on the floor of Pops. And Jughead's narration saying that the act of violence was in no way random. Wow. Really cinematic. Full body chills. Yeah. That was great. None of it is accidental. It was... So from the beginning i really liked how i mean oh wait hold on first of all we i also forgot to mention this hannah when we were talking about our, our uh format is right after i do the description we like to each share just yes or no whether you liked the episode or not just as a kind of litmus test and then we talk about it so okay i did me too i liked it i liked it I liked it less than I remembered like Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's like I liked it, but I mean, is it an all timer? No. That's but it's true. Riverdale, okay, so I right. still had fun. Okay. I, I was clouded by how good the final moments are and the scene of Cheryl being saved from the ice. Um, that it like just clouded my vision and maybe thought this episode was better. But it's true. It's mo- really, most yeah. of the episode is pretty normal. And then right at the end, they really ramp it up. Yeah. And just everything go- happens. Like for I most remember- of the episode, kind of nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> like I not much at all. Being 17 and watching this, like the final scene. I remember I was watching it in my living room at home. And I was just, it was like kind of like winding down. I was like, oh, this is like kind of a boring end of the series or, or like season okay like whatever and then I started realizing like holy shit I think someone's about to get shot holy shit like it just speaking like this it was very exciting but then it was Fred who was my favorite character at the time really was he your favorite I think so good pick yeah solid pick yeah yeah it was FP something about oh. the dad R.I.P. FP gone from Riverdale forever yeah oh. on to his flop era I know <laughs> he is. he's busy being a ghost in Scream 5 sorry <laughs> um but yeah most of the episode I feel like there was not like a ton happening I mean I think that's like Riverdale does that sometimes where like at the end of last episode we were talking about we we're like oh they kind of do this fake out where they like wrap everything up in the second to last episode and then the final episode is really a kicker but I guess we're just thinking of like season three in that case because they do look in season two yeah season two finale and penultimate episode are both really really good though I mean I feel like in it this does kind of match that in that yeah last episode it was like wrapping up season one and then this felt almost like setting up season two or like getting people pumped for season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it did. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, it worked. Oh, I was just going to say, um, I think the first episode of season two is like the most watched Riverdale episode by like a long ways. So it worked. The people were tuning in. <laughs> they put it on their calendars. They were excited. But we still the are. Reminder. Exactly. But I mean, I also liked how right at the end they say like, this is the moment innocence died in Riverdale or whatever. Because a lot yeah. of people do feel that is the end of the good part of the show. 
I mean, they're wrong for that. All the idiots. The the themes are only just emerging, but go off. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. There's, I mean, they do set up a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a pretty good pivot, I guess, between season one and two. Because they don't really wrap things up in a way where they like finish everything that happens in season one. I think it is a good transition. Yeah, I mean, FP's like in jail, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't remember. Is FP in jail for season two? Like, is he just is he just in jail? Uh, well, isn't the what's her face who Jughead mutilates later? Penny Peabody. Wow. Penny Peabody. Doesn't she? She's like his lawyer at some point. I feel like that's like he's his lawyer. It's she's like Isabel. The lawyer. I think she is a lawyer, and she's telling Jughead, "Listen, your dad's gonna lose his defense unless you do this drug run for me or something." They let her be a lawyer. Oh yeah. Oh, (laughs) Riverdale lawyers went. Best of worst. Is it my client going to jail? (laughs) (laughs) They're all free. I I don't think she is his lawyer. I think she's like involved. She is. She is a lawyer who is often brought in to help the serpents. And she is telling Jughead like, "Oh no, no!" Because remember, she tells him like, "Your dad was in some horrible fight in the." jail yard and you have to do this drug run for me or something and then he finds out that that never happened but now he ha- now she has evidence of him doing a drug run so now she can use him as her crony remember i do yeah. remember that that's in the weird racist episode yes <laughs> i i don't think i've ever seen that episode i think you have I but we skipped a lot of it because we were really it's the it's the first sabrina tie-in episode also so we skipped a lot of it because we didn't care it's real i mean there's a two second thing that indicates that it's a sabrina we skipped tie-in. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. there's no yeah we were just like whatever yeah, yeah have you seen fair. sabrina i have not Okay. I've seen them either. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Like I don't Katie know. I just... Nope. Okay, I've seen a few of those. Episodes. Jay, it was yeah, really bad. Jay managed to watch scenes. a good amount of <laughs> A good amount is, I think, three to four episodes out of like ten. It was really bad. I w- I got as far in as they got before they announced it was canceled, and then they I <laughs> the rest of it. And then you're like, no. Yeah, it was um not good. I mean, like nobody talks about it ever so i'm sure it there's was a, not there's <laughs> yeah. a reason they're like have you ever wanted to know more about veronica's mean high school friend me either also, like i feel like they were trying to advertise it like i just looking back at the advertisements like in the ads <laughs> let me see how many words i can think of <laughs> Same mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. um all the commercials i feel like they were very much trying to play up like oh and she has all these gay friends yeah and like oh, oh she very really queer, does very whatever and they were like like they were so close to realizing we want a show about those people not <laughs> the mean straight bitchy friend although she's not mean people. in the show she's really really nice so it's not even consistent and it's lucy it's hale it's lucy hale and she's really nice and she has all these eccentric New York gay friends who get well, hate crimes. And isn't she like into fashion? Like they don't know their audience. Yes, she's at into all. fashion. She wants to be a designer like her mom, but she's really poor. And her mom was a seamstress, which also she's does not really line up poor. with her. How yeah, is she friends poor. with Veronica? Exactly. Yeah. Veronica doesn't hang with pores. Exactly. Yeah. See, they, Veronica life. is a capitalist, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah it's really it's not it's not consistent but whatever anyways this episode yeah it's really um, okay i ha- so i feel like we had a lot of relationship updates in this episode mm-hmm. and before we get into that discussion hannah i wanted to yeah. ask you what are your ship feelings about like regarding riverdale or do you have any couples they are particularly for or against 
Yeah. Um, I'm pretty neutral on most of the couples. I'm like neutral on Varchi and Bughead. I think it's I think Bughead is fun if they're both gay, like and they're just like friends kinda. I don't know. Um I'm anti Barchi because I think it's so fucking boring. Um I'm sorry to the Barchis out there, but fuck Barchi. Um yeah, I really don't mind like the first couple that the core four are in. Like I think that was fine. I hate it more now when they're all fucked up. Interesting. That's a good point that right now, like I feel like a lot of when we talk about like in this season one rewatch when we've been talking about the couples, is a lot of stuff that is like way down the line. At this point. Yeah. fine they're 15 yeah. I'm like okay they're happy I guess like they're just 16 year olds yeah that's true that's a nice way yeah that's true it is literally like, we are soulmates yeah <laughs> oh my god say yes. shit. it was insane in this episode when they literally like two scenes before the way that they introduced that they're dating or like casually seeing each other is we've kissed a couple of times like it's not even like oh we've been secretly dating or like oh we have a thing it's literally just like the physical nature of it which is what their (laughs) whole relationship will turn out to be but just like they're not even officially dating and then that she's just like or like oh it's so nice that they've here wait no i have it i wrote it down because it bothered me so much. No, it was Betty says, we're both so lucky, don't you think, to have met the people that we're meant to be with? So What? Girl, be calm. Like, literally <laughs> calm down. They are, because like, she doesn't know how Archie feels about it at all. I guess, mm-hmm. I don't know. It bothered me. She's crazy um, now. I thought that when Archie was like, we've kissed a few times, I thought Veronica was going to be mad. It seemed so dismissive to me when he said that. <laughs> but then she yeah. didn't care at all. She was like, uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like she... I mean, it's true. Gone on a single date. It's true. I just thought the way it was, like, delivered was funny. Yeah. I, yeah. I think maybe it was just that he was trying to really make it sound as small as possible. Or, like, not a big deal as possible. Because he was worried that Betty was going to be upset. So he wasn't yeah. trying to be like, I'm in love with Veronica and not you. But instead it's like, hey, we have a purely physical relationship and always will. Yeah. <laughs> I I think nope. my, I started realizing, so Hannah, for context, I can't stand Veronica. And I Fair feel, enough. and and Varchi is my hell. And I feel <laughs> like... And I was trying to think about why it is other than just really not liking Veronica. And I feel like part of it is I feel like Archie Archie is pretty dumb. And I feel like if he were with Betty, almost like a, not to bring Harry Potter into this, but almost like a Ron and Hermione kind of a thing of like, it's good for it, like in the sense of like, he's a dumbass, but she's really smart. And it will like he'll slow like it's good for him long term. I feel like you think you Betty I mean? and Archie should be together so that she can fix him. She I'm can saying, fix no, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm not, not saying that they should be together. But I'm saying I feel like part of why I prefer it is I feel like if those are the two options, like right now it feels like he's just like slowly decline like like it's just he's not being mentally challenged in any like he's not being intellectually challenged in any way and he's being purely like he needs to turned know. into a capitalist <laughs> mobster yeah you know what i mean <laughs> they're not putting enrichment in his enclosure right now yeah. and they need to- veronica is not enriching him enough <laughs> i just but deserves to be more than just enrichment and no, I know. I just, just mean, I feel like they can't. Yeah, Betty deserves better than any of the options that she's been placed with, potentially with exception of Agent Drake, my <laughs> love. <laughs> I was going to say. But just like, I don't know. I feel like from the perspective of Archie, I mean, like who he should be with, I don't okay. feel like, I feel like Veronica makes him worse or doesn't improve his worst qualities 
Whereas if he were with Betty, I feel like they would be improved. I'm not a Barchi person. I just mean like I think that's part of why I don't like like Varchi. It's just yeah. I feel like they it makes Archie stay dumb. No, and like that's like, really fair. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, like oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, I feel like Varchi is like I like it for Veronica because she kind of becomes a little bit of a better person when she's like trying to do good things for Archie, but then like Archie sure. kind of gets degraded a little bit. And sends him to jail. <laughs> yeah, like he literally goes to jail. God, he does go to jail. Because of her. Whatever. But I mean, don't worry, she's gonna come and do a cheerleading routine outside while he plays football and then gets hit with rubber bullets so it's all good and she joins the innocence project too oh my god opens the innocence project chapter in riverdale actually (laughs) i forgot about that she's just the worst watching this because we've talked very extensively about how when archie and veronica are together they don't do anything besides have sex with each other, like at all. Like there's no. Well, there's Veronica no sends him to jail. Well, she sends him to jail. And too, Archie so becomes right. a Republican. It's like a couple's activity: become a Republican, go to jail, do yeah. mob work for her father. Um, but when we talked about that, I kind of forgot that there is basically no foundation for their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right, like they've now, they've begun the portion of their relationship where all they do is have sex with each other. It's, it's started. And they've not done anything before that. Like, yeah. at one point, Archie said in this episode, he goes, yeah, she's pretty cool. And Veronica says something like, you can be my shoulder to cry on sometimes. And it's like, my broad shoulder to cry on. Yeah. yeah. That, like, that's a really hot, good point. I guess. I just they don't even have like a couple cute moments to sprinkle in yeah like I was shocked here's I think part of the problem Mm -hmm. I I feel like all the actors are doing a great job like I don't have a problem with any of the actors and so I so this is not meant to be anything against any of them I do not feel like KJ Appa and Camila Mendez have any chemistry whatsoever and I feel like that's part of why it's so brutal watching these people who have just no chemistry just make out for like long scenes like that's what's coming it's just like like the end of this episode with their like sex scene or whatever it's that for like two seasons yeah or more like it's yeah I think that's just, yeah, what I've been dreading. Those are good points. I mean, I don't even like Barchi, but I just hate Barchi so much that I'm like, yeah, sure, they can be together. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it creates very funny dynamics. The whole season two period where it's Barchi and Bughead, I think is very funny. The powder keg. When they, oh, when they yell at each other at the cabin. Ooh, delicious. It's so good. It's love it. Favorite episodes. It's just so feel bad. It's, it's the so best one. Feel um, bad. It's so bad. Um, we got a little bit of polyamory bait in this episode, which is the, the bizarre. Why do they intersperse their sex scenes together so much? Why do they do that? Let's they talk love those cross-cutting sequences at the end. They really Maybe. go crazy with those. It's true. They can't help themselves. I could not believe I forgot that it was all too Believer by Imagine Dragons. Me too. Oh, I remember. I oh, I knew. Yeah, well. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be. I was like, "There's gotta be Imagine Dragons in here somewhere." But I just, it still felt like a like a jump scare. Like it just like a brand yeah. new thing. The moment with, the with Cheryl burning her house down. <laughs> Incredible. Really, like while y'all were having sex, I was burning my house down. She really, that really set Cheryl apart from the rest mm-hmm. in it that did. like it did she's understated in season one i think mm-hmm. but this is really i feel like the beginning of complete cheryl supremacy yeah yeah it's cheryl balls to the wall era yeah for like sure. in one episode arson and suicide attempt like yeah yeah God. like and the, and now we've seen Southside high 
we know Tony's in there somewhere. <laughs> I have She's to make gonna, a confession. Yeah. yeah. Completely forgot Tony is coming. Oh my God. Not me. Not me. <laughs> Completely forgot. It's been a couple episodes since we've done like Tony Corner or like. Do you want to do one? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> typically, <laughs> typically, I give a recap on how Cheryl and Tony are doing. Um, oh, okay. But Tony's not been present. But that doesn't stop you sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> there were a few times when you were just like, Tony is peacefully in Southside High going yeah. to English class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much to think about. Um, but she's on the way. She's on the way. She's nearby. Excited. I think that scene is so hilarious when they walk up to Jughead and they see him laughing and having a cow with everyone. Yeah. And they are just behind him looking like disgusted. They're like, what? The pores? Like, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I feel... Oh, my God. Yeah, can we talk about how terrible Archie's song was? Yeah. I felt like they made a super valid point of, like, this is a song about your friends. We want to sing a song that can apply to more than just your friend like that felt super fair and they're like you helped prevent this suicide attempt we're gonna now sing this terrible song about Archie's friends not even including the person like it's not even like yeah. relevant it's not about there. her yeah literally I, every time did... he <laughs> every time he sings it's just like the most mid song and it's immediately out of my head. It, like, it's gone. It's gone. He's not very I good. Just, and Josie's yeah. like, this is really good. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's always really funny when scripts will compliment themselves. Yeah. Like, Aaron Sorkin does it all the time. Like, in the West Wing, he'll just, like, have someone, like, give a speech or something. And then someone turns the speech right and you're like, you're the best writer ever. <laughs> That was the best writing I've ever. It's just like Aaron Sorkin complimenting himself on his own writing, and that's how it's it felt funny. when they were just like, "This is the best song you've written yet." Like this is such yeah. a good song. Honestly, I'm like, maybe it's irony, maybe it's camp, because like Jughead's writing is also shit, and they're always like, "Oh my god, Jughead's such a good writer, guys!" <laughs> and it's literally life isn't an Agatha Christie novel. It's a lot messier. Like, I mean, is Jughead not writing the story? Is it's Jughead not, not like, the one giving the compliments right now to Archie? Real. Real. Let's think about this. I see posts all the time that are like, Archie's the hero of Riverdale because Jughead's are in the story. It's like... He's mythologizing him. I mean... That's interesting. Real. I mean, he does make a statue. Yeah. I was supposed to bring that up. Sorry. Um, the statue. Is a jubilee like a celebration of the town's... Like... Founding. Which but, is which is only seventy five years ago. Yeah, that like feels Jedediah like Jones. That feels <laughs> like <laughs> Jones is only seventy five years yeah. old. Or like they all those flashbacks. Like, Jones in the senior home in Riverdale right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, that feels like a they fix it. I we guess. us writers are from L A. and so we're used to much younger towns. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that felt a little so bit easily. like. West Coast. Put a one in there. Yeah. <laughs> what did I really maybe, didn't think that one through? How old is Archie Comics? I wonder if that was meant to be a joke about Archie Comics. Fifties, I think. Oh, I think then never mind. 50. Well, that would that would line up. Any similar here? Mm-hmm. Googling when did Archie Comics come out? Nineteen forty-one. Mm-hmm. Oh. He was given his own series in winter nineteen forty-two. I'm like, okay, somebody who's good at math. Wait. Um that's 41, that's 59, 76 years. Oh, okay. So it could be about, about yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's okay. Yes. Okay, You're that's a genius. That's, cool. that's fine. I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the speech that Betty gives, like people blame her for the events of season two because of her speech. Is that true or did I make that up? I think that is true. I think later, I don't think it's like a major point of the series, but I think at different points, like when there's like violence 
from various oh. gangs and militia groups in the town. They're like, this is because you made that speech. I think there's a point where Hal is like, I was inspired by your... Yeah, like, I think okay. that's part... Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Such a I was watching story. his face during her speech. I was like, are they giving any <laughs> hints? But Also, definitely a different actor playing yes, for sure. the Black Hood. However, I do feel like some seeds were being planted because Betty was talking about, like, the dissolution of her family and, like, it was the Greek suburban tragedy and I was like, okay, like, some seeds are really being planted for, like, further shit down the line to implode. Mm-hmm. She was like, my family imploded. I'm, it's like, girl, you don't even know what's coming. Literally. Oh, poor girl. Do you guys the think, American I mean... American family... It runs in the family, I mean... Um, yeah, it runs in the family. <laughs> Do you guys think, and we have no way to prove or disprove currently, I mean, unless we do some research, I guess, or maybe not even at all, do you guys think at this point they had that season two set up? Like that it's, that it's how? I think so. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I, I really think, I don't, I go back and forth, but I really think that they did. Yeah. Because I'm like, the themes are starting to emerge with it, like Betty's arc and like True. the thing with her brother coming out, like the seeds are being planted. Charles, Charles on the way. I Chicken think, yeah. Charles. Chicken Charles. Well, Chick comes first, I know, but it's. Yeah. I think they probably didn't have any, like, really a clear idea of what was going to happen or, like, how it was all going to go down. But I think that they, like, in in having Fred shot, I think they had to know where they were going to go with it in some way of, like, okay, now season two is going to be about, like, if the first season is about Jason's death second season is about a serial killer and yeah i think they i think they would have known like it had to be yeah that it was how honestly because they that might be why they cast someone with green eyes like i think they might have thought about that oh wow honestly like rewatching this finale i'm like okay they really were planting the seeds for season two like they knew what was going to happen they must People have been green like just, early on or something yeah because they were not flying by the seat of their pants they had that arc at least it was starting to be thought out yes that's like the thing that makes me the most angry about Riverdale haters and there are many things that make me angry about Riverdale haters yes but when people are like they're just making it up it's like I think you don't understand how far in advance this has all been conceived they're literally like (laughs) it's masterminded it's it's intricate (sighs) what if I told you mastermind uh like literally (laughs) that's about roberto i think so (laughs) it's it's crazy i gotta i'm getting swept up in my emotions now i gotta look at my notes the scene Um, where cheryl is on the river really some good television if i do say so the stakes have never been higher the stakes being cheryl critically important we need to save Sh- we have to get to cheryl like yeah i like the, it makes like, me cringe every time i watch him punch the ice it like hurts. oh my god I'm so, so many times i'm like it's like visceral yeah even without knowing that he did break his hand like even like even just watching it like it's that's gnarly you they don't feel the pain you feel that kj is breaking his hand you yeah and then Cheryl seeing Jason's dead body in the water. Crazy. They made that. I mean, cinema. They produced that, yeah. Really something else. I wish they had um, let Archie and Cheryl have more of a, like, relationship in the show at all. Because they're yeah, yeah. in season one, they do kind of, where it's like, they almost date a little bit and then she's like manipulating him a little bit with her family stuff mm-hmm. and then she's like seeing her brother in him a little yeah, bit yeah like they really the red hair thing it's like mm-hmm. he's kind of a stand-in for jason but then i don't know i feel like they kind of drop that or they're like actually never mind we're not gonna lean into this they drop it like completely but i kind of wish they got to have a nice relationship a little bit not like he's like a jason replacement because they do so much stuff with like her lack of like or with her just like mourning jason but like 
I don't know. I feel like it would have been really nice if they could have had like a, a genuine friendship. Yeah. And they don't. He it's saves like her life. Require him in season two to like not talk to only Veronica. Yeah. And to respect women more. It's hard for him. Yeah. How are we supposed to know how to respect women? It's not I don't think he doesn't respect women. He doesn't talk to them. He doesn't talk to them enough. <laughs> I was laughing a lot when Jughead professes his love for Betty. Because I love you. Well, he wasn't wearing his beanie. He was so vulnerable. I just he was vulnerable. (laughs) Whenever he He could be brained. (laughs) He could be brained. Taking him out right there. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever Colesprouse tries to act either. Not that he was trying to act sexy, but like in that kind of a scene or trying to act like intimidating. I think he just looks really, like I think he just sounds really funny. Of just yeah. and because he doesn't close his fucking mouth. He always this has always bugged me that he'll always just say something in his mouth. It's American Girl Doll TV. It's just so he's so weird. Hannah, our main rule of this podcast is all casts are welcome except for Cole Sprouse. Not well. Yeah, that's Dylan will take Dylan. Dylan Sprouse is allowed on. Okay, yeah. No, Cole Cole has been getting, like, rude. I'm like, shut the hell up. Do you understand what you're a part of? He is so disrespectful. So disrespectful. It's like, were you good in Moonshot? No. Like you're Are in a you feet... flop outside of Riverdale. Literally, I can't name a single thing he's done post Riverdale. <laughs> Other than <laughs> Yeah. Other than? Other than well, I'm sorry, were you talking about Cole Sprouse? Yeah. Weren't you just naming several? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you had something else. <laughs> I thought you just said Moonshot. <laughs> well no, you said several. you said you said other than and then stopped i thought you were cutting yourself off to save cole sprouse's feelings so i wanted to go you on i was like no let's let's say it but it's fine <laughs> oh, he wasn't good at five feet apart either by the way he was better I'm in moonshot than five feet apart but he wasn't good in five feet apart either so he's like i'm being so held back by riverdale and then the things in question that he's in outside of riverdale are that <sighs> not booked at all moonshot by the way which has been scrubbed from the world because mm-hmm. like the the whatever it's called the thing that made it what word am i looking for the studio streaming, the streaming platform <laughs> the streaming platform or the studio or whatever that made it it got cut in that big wave of streaming platforms like just cutting and getting rid of their media so i found it illegally online but like yeah but it's like you can't watch it anywhere wow but i found it (laughs) you're like cole sprouse is so bad and they have to get rid of it i'm trying to see if he's in any upcoming uh projects i'm sure these are not in order um Remember when we got certain that Soupead was going to make an appearance? Yeah. We were wrong. We were so wrong. <laughs> it's Is not that too late. Dylan Sprouse? Well, so exactly. that, that was part of our thought. Okay. Roberto tweeted something. It was like the night that the episode, I think where they reveal. It was with the him being killed plot. In the, in yeah. Four. It was like the reveal episode, which was such a letdown episode. But well, one of them was really good, and then the one after it was really a letdown. The one where they're all in a classroom, and it's just Jughead like going around and being like, "Then this happened, and this happened." It's a serve. No, I think it's a serve. Really, (laughs) the one where he's the one. Okay, the one where they're literally just in the classroom explaining it. Okay, okay, okay. You have to come on for that episode. Yeah, I think it's a serve. That's okay. Like, yeah, I think one of the reasons I was rewatching it. And my mom came in and she was seated. She was like, okay, okay, like, let's hear, let's hear how this all went down. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it is fun to hear all the nonsense, but I think the reason we didn't like it was because we, we watched season four, like as it was coming out and every episode 
this is prior to the podcast. This is actually the inception of the podcast. Mm-hmm. After oh. every episode, we would talk for like an hour about what we thought was going to be the reveal of how they explained it. And I think we really were just mad that they didn't go with our idea. <laughs> That's totally fair. When they explained it, we were like, yeah, they could have had, they could have had our ideas, but no. Yeah. I was not watching Riverdale live during season four. I only caught up at the beginning of season five, like in between four and five. So it was, it was a wild time to be alive. I'm sure. When Jughead was on... dead. That was a great time. I've just, um, I'm on Cole Spress's Wikipedia page and he's going to be in an upcoming horror comedy film um, that's in post-production. So it's already done. But it's called Lisa Frankenstein. Do you know about this? No. It's a Diablo okay. Cody film. Who really? made Jennifer? Who made Jennifer's body? So it might kind of serve. It's serve. starring Catherine Newton, Cole Sprouse, and Carlo Gugino. It might serve. Uh, it might serve. <laughs> In 1989, during a lightning storm, an unpopular high school girl named Lisa accidentally reanimates a handsome Victorian corpse. Oh, I bet that's Cole. Oh, actually, that's Cole. She then tries transforming him into the man of her dreams by using a broken tanning bed in her garage. What? That's kind of exciting. I'll, I'll tune in. God damn I'm it. Tune yeah. in. This is his I'm like, I'm going to watch. I'm supposed to believe Cole Sprouse is a Victorian boy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's going to have his mouth open. His face has seen an iPhone. <laughs> Um, maybe i'll tune in though who knows yeah that actually actually i'm sure i will i'm sure (laughs) we could have a special podcast episode where we watch lisa frankenstein the riverdale's (laughs) movie club (laughs) yeah all of the riverdale cast side project movies have to get watched and reviewed they i've seen most of them they (laughs) whenever one comes up on netflix because they're always on netflix um Mm -hmm. i do tune in her what was the Camila Mendez um parasite number? revenge no oh not the oh. revenge this is a couple years ago it doesn't matter she then was I a really bad it. movie it doesn't matter um yeah any other thoughts about the episode gang I know we got a little sidetracked but oh I, I had I had that. one thought I had a Georgie truth thought um okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's Let's hear it. when when Betty's like you were looking at uh, or no, it was Veronica says to Archie, you were looking at Betty and Jughead wistfully and longingly. Yes. What if he was looking at Jughead? Oh my God, I was thinking that's, oh my God, yes. Like, Jarchie yeah. proof, Jarchie is real. He was looking wistfully because he wants Jughead, not Betty. Fuck Betty. And then he felt time. like Veronica was on to him. So he had to just say, I was thinking about us and our relationship. And he gets sucked into this awful, so sad, years yeah. long relationship. When oh, really, he was mourning his homosocial relationship with Jughead. I, think I so. love when they announce that when they find out that Jughead is at Southside High, how they run like the Down fucking the world is ending. He's like, like they yeah. fly <laughs> through the halls. Like, it's, that was, oh. Just like I feel like they were running kind of more quickly and like aggressively than oh my god, Cheryl is actively attempting suicide. Like we need to run. Like there's like guys, we need to go now. Versus like running down the hall, like sprinting. Like yeah, they slid in like a quirky way. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I thought it was interesting that because I was trying to remember why Fred couldn't just take in Jughead and that it's that he has a DUI. I thought that was interesting. I thought FP kind of slayed in this episode like minutely, like behind bars. Mm. (laughs) Slay behind bars. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Like I just thought, I think Skeet Orange is good, as I've said before. So, he's a good um except for how he left Riverdale actually I take it back he's not a good man I forgot that he's my enemy actually yeah I forgot he hates the masterpiece he's on ridiculous who would each of your MVP be for the episode 
I'll say Cheryl. I'll go for it. Um, (laughs) She is the MVP because she lived and because she burnt her fucking house down. Like, I don't feel like I even need to say anything else. Mm -hmm. She was incredible. So good. She's going to slay so much in the next episode. I'm really excited. Is she? What is the first episode of season two? Well, I'm just remembering at the hospital, she's like oh, yeah. awful to her mom, but like well, it's a serve. But then with with Fred, how she like kisses, she's like, I've given the kiss of life. You remember this? I mm-hmm. do remember that. I was we were talking about this actually during the episode. Is the next episode is her mom in the full body mm-hmm. cast burn thing? Yes. But she was standing with Cheryl fine. Yes. Yeah. She runs back in. That's yeah. it. Okay. That, they okay. do explain it. She runs back in to like get her jewels or whatever. And okay. she heals completely. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> no trace. Within like three episodes. She okay. starts her brothel pretty soon. Oh, uh, she's so happy in that brothel. Really? In season two? It's pretty soon. I just mean wow. it's well because I think she does in season three. Hal is one oh, of yeah, the Oh yeah, sinners. Yeah. Right, right, right. Real. She's so happy though. Anyone else? I'm struggling to think. Mm. I'm like, you you stole my MVP. I so did now take I need Cheryl. To, yeah, I'm really think. sorry. I should have let you go next. You're the guest. I should, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Like who else? Who else slayed? Um, it can also sometimes some hard. of us are so bold as to name someone who was not even in the episode. So that's <laughs> allowed. Anything goes. I think yeah. Last episode, I think he did Reggie, even though he has not been seen for several episodes. I he's my he's been my MVP for like half of the episodes that we've watched. I'm a Reggie really? fan. He's well, just we're so about to get. That's right. We're about to get Reggie, Reggie too. too. Yes. Reggie too. <laughs> Honestly, I think I'm gonna give this one to Archie. Usually, I don't like to give things to Archie, but um, he really had a lot to do in this episode. I mean, he saved Cheryl's life. He sang a little song. He it, then he was in another gun violence moment. Like he had a lot to deal with. So I'll give this. Yeah. To him. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna give it to Betty. I don't have a great reason why, though. Um, you just want to? <laughs> I just want to, yeah. Um, she gave that speech. I she gave her speech that I always like. Um, I like that it. Um, it's like a linchpin for her father's actions in season two. I think the drama is good. Um, I think she like slays minutely when she's arguing with her mom. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm always a fan of that. Um, and she was an MVP also because her ponytail um, was like particularly like tearing out her hair. In this episode. <laughs> I just like really feel for her. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Alice, I think, really just for the scene. I think Matronomic really killed it in. The scene where she's crying and talking about Charles. Um, I feel like, yeah, that was fun. Or not fun. That was, like a, <laughs> that was good. There was like a pretty crazy shot when Betty and Alice are talking to each other and there's like Alice's reflection. I was like, the, the cinematography. Mirror? Yeah. Yes. I mean, who's so doing it like this? That was really good. So tasty. That was really good. Yeah. What would you guys give this episode out of 10? think of a thing um i give it seven out of ten bequeathed spider brooches nice. <laughs> very nice i thought this was a pretty good episode i do definitely remember i think a lot of those i think are just because of some of the fun drama that we get like i think the ending is really a fun cliffhanger um and I like the relationship things kind of coming into play, even though I don't like a lot of those relationships. I just still think it's interesting. And it is setting up season two in a good way. Um, 
yeah i i enjoyed this episode yes yes um i would give it maybe okay i would give it six out of ten imagine dragons um song usages um (laughs) i like it's a good episode it's solid it sets up everything however on its own like does it slay as much as i know riverdale can slay it doesn't but it's laying the groundwork for some slayage down the line (laughs) that's a really good point that's a good point um i'm gonna give it seven out of ten armed robberies i think Again, like it is a very solid, substantial episode. Um, I think that the Cheryl and the ice and Fred getting shot are some actual like highlights of the show, but like the rest of the episode is just kind of like it is setting up well, but um, I really like like the sex scenes I think are really like boring. I literally know it's the inception of the relationships, but I really can't be bothered. Um, and there's an Archie song, which I feel seriously detracts from the quality of the episode as well, so. I would give it six and a half vanishing hand casts. Because Archie's playing the guitar and then moments later on the side of the stage, he has a full hand cast and he's clapping. And I know it's because KJ Alpha broke his hand, but it's <laughs> that hand, ca- he went and did that like with a medic on the, on, in the wings of the stage. Um, but yeah, six and a half of those for basically the reasons you guys said. That's a good point, Hannah, that a, on its own, like it's not as good and there is much of the episode where I was kind of like all right whatever but I think for me the the extreme extreme drama of the end does pull it up for me almost to where Mm -hmm. I'm like there doesn't even need I don't even need to be thinking about like what this is setting up for the following season I'm just like loving those moments but it's true the first like 20 minutes I was like whatever yeah I still think. Also, I do think it's really funny that like, because every time I like rewatch season one, I'm like, wait, there was heroin. I'm like, they didn't make up a fake drug name. Like they were just using real drug names. That's a really good point. (laughs) It's so funny because like in season two, then like they do not use real drug names anymore. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Because they have to do the drugs. Yeah. So then it's uh, Tingle Toes, Jingle Jangle. Jingle Toes. Yeah, it's a, party, it's a party drug. It's not. Mm, true. Yeah. True. Tangle Toes is a drug that I made up with my Riverdale group chat, and sometimes I forget it's not like in with the yeah. show. I believe too, actually. It sounds, yeah, it sounds it like after. it's. We were like, okay, the new drug for like season five is going to be Tangle Toes. So. <laughs> it was real to me. <laughs> um. Oh, and finally. If you guys had controlled the show from this point, what would you do? I need Jughead's mom on the scene, like right now. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of Gladys. Actually, I don't know. I don't think she would have fit that well in this season, too. I mean, who's to say I'm not a writer? That doesn't matter. Yeah, that doesn't that's, matter. That's true. You are um, in this context. You're yeah, right, you're right. Um, I think she's fun. She's a Jarchi truther. Yeah, that's true. That is true. She could have moved that along, maybe. (laughs) I I don't know. I typically would say here that I want Bughead and Archie to break up, but I don't even have a good reason right now. So (laughs) you'll let them be happy for one episode. Yeah. I think I would have made it so that Jughead's whole serpent era is more, I mean, not an era because he is a serpent from this point on. But He doesn't shed his skin. He is not. Mm-mm-mm. More snake backs. Oh, I would have more snake backs. I would have Jughead try to uh, follow FP's footsteps and give out some snake backs. But I also... <laughs> 
would want at least for like the first three episodes of season two like Jughead hides his serpentness so supremely as if dare I say an allegory for like homosexuality like I would want that to be a lot more mm-hmm. real it's like it's a real secret and then they're like and then maybe when he's maybe he refers to himself as closeted or something because he's hiding his serpentness and then everyone goes oh, true. I would like that <laughs> yeah I'm like trying to think I don't have any like ideas of like what I would do I'm like I don't know I just think it like they they serve the way that they do it (laughs) they do Um, do. obviously like Jarchi would be real but like we can't do it yet like it needs to be a long con that's true that's a good point oh the other thing I would do actually is I would try to sow more Barchi seeds and it's not because I'm a Barchi fan but it's because if they're gonna try and do it later on and act like this has been the plan all along i would want more things sprinkled in there i would want more moments where the audience is supposed to go oh maybe they should be together beyond just like 10 year olds on twitter tweeting at lily reinhardt like do you love archie like yeah also for like the for the black hood thing I would have either like really made sure you couldn't tell who this bitch was or like just <laughs> made it how like I mean it's just a different person. Yeah. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, I wish the black hood like costume had more like ambiguity to it. Because it's like a giant yeah. like six foot guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, he should have been wearing Hal's V-neck sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I thought it was kind of weird how having, I guess that how he was planning to shoot Fred and just happened to know that he was at breakfast and then he was pretending to be robbing the store and just knew that Fred was going to intervene. Like, there would seem to be a lot... Um, that was confusing just about that method but yeah um um, I mean I think that if I'm getting in the black hood mindset it's that he was pretending to rob the place right as a cover Mm -hmm. for attempted murder he went in there and was like I need the sitter, <laughs> Fred Andrews, to come out here, you know? Yeah. Or maybe he went in there with a ski mask on and a gun and the situation got away from him. <laughs> and he and thought, season- uh-oh. <laughs> does season two, do we get to, is this, doesn't, is it in the first episode? Or no, am, it, no, the first episode opens with him driving a car for the very first time. I, start, I couldn't remember if that was the episode or if it's later where we get to see Ms. Grundy. I think it is the first episode. Or the second, maybe. But I think, I think it's, it's gotta be the second. Because really? I think the first, it's gotta open. It opens with Jughead's narration. You think the killing of Ms. Grundy is the opening, though? That's kind of cool. That's, That's pretty cool. And you mean it was the opening of an episode? I think so. Huh. I, I think an episode I wish I remembered. Reason. But it's a great moment. Killer. It's so fun with the killer, yeah. I love when girls die. Maybe it is. Anyway. Whatever. We'll find um, out. We'll find out. I think it could have been interesting to have us get to know at all kind of Jughead's foster family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead, cool. it's just they're nice. They're nice. Like, that's all we get. Yeah. He doesn't even live with them, does he? He just now is like in the care of the serpents. Yeah, doesn't he just pretend? Yeah, I think he doesn't even. He's evading the state or whatever. No. I think something like that. (laughs) Classic Jughead. Yeah. Well, very excited. 
for the next season. Yeah. Personally. Um, Hannah, thank you so, so much for joining us. Um, it's been a pleasure having me. You're welcome back anytime. We'll try and pick a good episode though. Okay. Some some of them aren't very good. Just kidding. I mean, they are good, but you know what I mean? No, sorry. You didn't say that. You didn't say that. They're not as rich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, but until then, Allie, can you give us that famous sign off, please? See you later, Dinks. Woo!